In this week's episode, we learn how to write the perfect email to that new target customer. This week's three words, the perfect email. Welcome to the Three Word Podcast with author, speaker, and life coach, Lisa Thal. Well, hello, Three Word Podcasters. Before we get into the perfect email, in the last episode, episode 97, Mastering the Meeting, we discussed a strategy of what to say when calling on new accounts. So if you missed it due to spring break or that much needed vacation, it would be a great episode to listen to and revisit. I thought this would be a great follow-up podcast to discuss what you do if you cannot connect via the phone. Well, I would think most of you listening would say attempt number two would be sending an email. Well, the question is, have you perfected the best method when sending your email? Or do you just start different language for different people? Most of us do. So let's think about emails you receive. This will really anchor things in. Which ones do you tend to open up? And I'm guessing that you click on the emails that have meaning or something that means something to you. Maybe an email that'll add value to your life, an email that says it'll save you time, an email that'll save you money, or an email that solves a problem you're experiencing. Well, this is the same process our new customer targets go through as well. So how can you be more successful in getting them to open your email so that way you can share with them the solution, your products or service you have in mind that can provide for them? So keep this in mind. It takes about eight attempts today to connect with that one decision maker. So you always have to be prepared as to what you're going to say, whether it's a voicemail or an email. You know why? Because we don't want to miss that one opportunity. So here's the good news. I've done some research for all of you listening as to the best email approach to use. Remember your message matters. Well, in my opinion, Karen Kopp from Kopp Consulting has a proven sequence she uses when targeting CEOs. And many of you listening, you may be targeting CEOs or CMOs or marketing directors, maybe targeting the direct business owner. Well, it all comes down to six sentences. And I want to share an example of what Karen would write in an email when targeting companies that she wants to reach at a CEO level. And I'll have the paragraph in the show notes, but her email would go something like this. Hi, this is Karen Kopp from Kopp Consulting. We do new business development and we can help you get that initial meeting with your most important prospects. In fact, one of our clients was recently awarded a place on the Profit 100 list. They grew over 100% in the last three years and credited this to the door opener service for helping land the largest national account. If this kind of growth is important to you, let's find time to talk about how we can help you as well. Please call me at, she leaves her number, and I'll speak with you soon. Just says it all. People are busy, so you've got to have value and meaning in those emails. So let's break it down. Let's take a look at each sentence so you can model her success to help you be more prepared when sending your next email. So in sentence one, in the first sentence, you have to state your name and your company name. And why is this important? This information is crucial because if that person listening deletes your message right after they hear your name and company, you've at least made an impression and your company name will at least be mindful when you call again. It's essential. All right, sentence two. This is where you explain exactly what you're doing using the language that's relevant 
and compelling to that target you're trying to reach. This is basically your hook. It's one area that I would say, or Karen would say even, that sellers make mistakes. See, most of us, we're going to do industry jargon, fluffy phrases like best in class. Well, that creates a disconnect with the prospect. A word or a phrase that has meaning to you doesn't always have meaning to them. So you have to have a hook. If it's recruitment and you're targeting recruitment, it's got to have a hook that's going to matter them. Hire 100 people in less than 30 days. Just a hook that's going to get them ready. Okay, sentences three and four. The third and fourth sentences are your statements of expertise and credibility. So when developing these phrases, you have to ask yourself this question. Why would decision makers want the meeting? What is it? What is it about what you do that could benefit them that they'd be willing to make time on their busy calendars to discuss how you can make their lives easier? That's really important. Sentences three and four. Then you'll go to sentence five. This is the time you add call to action. So you have to ask yourself, what do you want? Do you want a 15-minute phone conversation? Do you want a face-to-face meeting? Do you want a Zoom meeting? Do you want a return phone call? You've got to be very specific in what you're asking for. And then finally, sentence six. Give your phone number in a conversational style. No need to repeat it. Put spaces between your digits when you leave them. And then say goodbye in the most comfortable way to you. Obviously, Karen used a certain phrase, use what's more conversational and natural to you. So here's a tip before sending your first email, and this would be really important. Once you know what you're going to say, call your voicemail and leave it on your work voicemail twice, or call your cell phone and leave that message twice. Stand up if you want to, sit at your desk, very conversational, and just remember the formula, the language, the delivery, the tone, That equals the outcome. So in addition to being conversation in your delivery, it's important that you vary your messages over time. Because once you've left that one first email or that one first voicemail, you can't leave the same voicemail or email. So as time goes on, you might add another little case study or a nugget or something that's going to be important and relevant to that person you're targeting. So I want to encourage you to walk through this strategy if you're in sales by yourself, if you lead a team, maybe do this in your next sales meeting. Discover the best approach to closing the attempts it's going to take you to get that first meeting and earn that first meeting with that decision maker. Stay with your conversational script and remember that you may leave up to 20 to 30 voicemails a day that are going to sound just like this over and over. And it may sound repetitive to you, but it's the first time and only time that prospect's going to hear it. So take the time to perfect the perfect email. You know why? Because your message will count and matter and you will close the gap to meeting with that decision maker faster than anybody else. If your company's looking to targeting CEOs, I'll leave Karen's information in the show notes. It's Karen Cop Consulting. Fabulous organization. I highly recommend it. Well, if you think someone could benefit from this episode, I invite you to share it, rate it, or subscribe for free at iTunes or Spotify so you don't miss out on the next three-word podcast. Find more episodes and get the book at threewordmeetings.com.